Guys, we are back here on Radio Row in uh, in Los Angeles. And usually it's all football-related, and then Polo just comes in off the streets. And I, I and he's been here 15 minutes. 15 minutes into everybody. Everybody, uh, everybody here knows him. I think more people have talked to him than have talked to me the last four days that I've been here. And, and as we're walking around here on Radio Row, Polo goes, Oh, Joe, you know who this guy is? And I don't no, I mean, I, you know, I've seen Matt, I recognize people based on how close they look to their Twitter avatar. And that's, uh, and he goes, oh, it's the guy that called St. Louis a dump of a city a few days ago. It's Dylan Hernandez from the LA Times. And we're going to put fingers in chest and we're going to hold people accountable. That's what we're going to do here uh, right now, Polo. No, the, the, the first thing is, Dylan, thank you. You know, Dylan and I known each, I've known each other for a long, long time. You know, thank you for being with us. Not thank you for what you said. Oh, you go. Right? Oh, come on. You, no. you know that what I said is true. Wait. Dylan and I, we've known each other since I worked with the Dodgers. I have the privilege, Joe. Yeah. To be per perhaps the last person who touched Dylan's face besides his yeah. wife. And okay. I doubt his wife touches his face. It was about 10 years ago, spring training. And he had, please take your mask off, Dylan. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just retweeting that this is I, I just wrote, this is the fella that called St. Yeah. Louis a dump of a city. Yeah, you see so this way beard. people people can come on here and they can view this and no. they can write all kinds of nasty things about no. you. Wait, I shaved them <laughs> at spring training. At spring training. Do you do that Benji now? No, no, oh, okay. no, no, no. Right outside the complex, the Camelback in Arizona for the Dodgers. We were there and, and Tommy Lasorda will always give you crap yes, because he of the you are a beautiful man. You're a handsome man. You don't need that beard. And one day I'm like, you know what, Dylan? I'm tired of Tommy yelling at you. Let's shave you. And he agreed. So we pulled a chair right outside, right at the entrance of Camelback. I went into the the player's bathroom, grabbed some uh, some shaving cream and a shaver. Nice shave. And you look beautiful. Your yeah. wife didn't like it, though. Yeah, it was a Fu Manchu. <laughs> Oh, All right, we're going to be hanging out the next couple of days, so I, you're not doing that to me. No, I'm not. I don't want to touch your face. This is going on three years on the hair. It's not your I don't, don't, don't right want to touch your face. All right, so Dylan. But yeah, yeah. Okay. So just right just a little, a little yeah. before so people know the relationship that Dylan and I have. So Dylan, you're right in the column. You're, yes. you're writing that on the on, on the Rams. and How they have no fans. Yeah, how the fan base is terrible, how nobody even showed up to their pep rally the other day. It was, you know, it was it's pathetic. But then you you, you mentioned the dump of a city. Yes. Why? Why throw in that line? It was mildly gratuitous. I could, like, yeah, you know, I will give you that. I mean, because you know, the, I mean, the point that I was trying to make in that that thing, right? The this, the NFL vacated this market for twenty years, so there are a lot of people that like grew up without a football team, right? And I basically said that, like, you know, until people have spent you know had an entire lifetime of like this team being here and this being LA's team that's not going to change and you know I said until they stop viewing this as I think a refugee and then I was going to put St. Louis but as a writer you're always taught to like don't say it the way everybody else would and the first word that just came into my mind was dump <laughs> so I just wrote dump and honestly, the here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I never thought about it again. The weird part about this, right? I called Kronky a Walmart heiress marrying, Arsenal destroying okay. Kronky, right? Okay. And we, so can, we can get on board with there, this. I, yes. I made fun of, uh, you know, because, uh, you know, the 49ers don't play in San Francisco proper. They play in Santa Clara, yeah. which is about an hour south. And their stadium is right next to what I Long correctly described. Correct. Uh, 
No, it's a, something adventure. Some, California adventure. America's something. No, something great. At, wait, what the hell? What was that place called? I used to live park. there. Anyway, <laughs> I properly described it as a second-rate amusement park. I talked about the fact that they, um, to get more parking, they've tried. They've been trying to annex the fields, the nearby fields of a local youth soccer league, and kick these kids off their fields so they could have more parking, right? And it was in that context that I said, yeah, com you know, compared to these people. Right, Walmart, Eris, Mary, Arsenal, destroying Crocky might not be that bad. <laughs> so I was thinking that people you in San Francisco would be upset. People in San Francisco might be upset. I thought the Rams people might be upset because they've been very sensitive oh, when yeah. I mentioned Crocky. Uh, instead, uh, people in St. Louis were very upset. And here's the thing, man. If and I saw this, like I was on like multiple, I guess, newscasts there. Right? If I'm a leading news item in your city. You might live in a dump. You you know what? I mean, it's 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 cheap. Uh, it's a, well, I don't. Are you a wrestling fan? No. Okay, so Polo, you know, it's cheapy. You know, it's cheap pop to, yeah. to mention Cronky or do something like that. It's or a demo off too. It's a cheap way to get you know be, be top there. I mean, a few years ago in Atlanta, when the Super Bowl was in Atlanta, the Rams were in there. There, I wore a shirt that said "I Heart St. Louis" to the media day to interview all of the former St. Louis Rams players. And they had a picture of me standing next to Demoff, and I had somebody. I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go stand next to Demoff. Take that picture of me." That two newscasts, two newscasts. That picture was was on there. So it's, a, it's an easy way to uh, yeah. to get that attention. Yeah. Hey, look, and I covered like Polo said. I was the Dodgers beat writer for a long time before I started writing a general column. And so I would go to St. Louis every year, sometimes multiple times a year, right during those years that uh, the Dodgers and Cardinals played in the playoffs. And, dude, that downtown sucks, man. I'm sorry. Like, I try to like it. And, like, look, I'm a guy that, like, in Polo will tell you, right? You're around me. Like, it's a good time. Like, I can find – I can get – I can have – I can get drunk in my closet and have a good time. Okay? But, you know, downtown there, it's really tough, man. There's nothing open, you know, until they built that, like, ballpark village ball thing. Say, now, yeah, it's changing. It's you changing I got now. a funny story, but, by the no, way. No, with that – a few uh, a few weeks ago. No, you're saying that, though. A few weeks ago, the Royal Rumble was in town. And I'm talking Wrestling, to WWE man. PR guys <laughs> – and they're, they're saying, it was Friday night, like, I tried to go out for a beer, and there was nothing open. I said, yeah, because it's not April to October. And yeah, it's and, not baseball season. And there's nothing to, like, eat, right? There was, like, that, uh, you know, there was that one bar, like, I kind of, like, hair of the dog or something. It's kind of, okay. you know, uh, but th then you come out of there, and it's, like, you know, if it's L.A., there'd be, like, hot dogs or tacos or something, right? Trucks, whatever, out. Nothing. You just go to... You go to bed like hungry and sad. Downtown <laughs> LA. I mean, I was trying to go out after the uh, after the basketball game the other day. At 10 p.m. Everyone was closing. No, but the hot dogs were out. Yeah, the hot dogs. The hot dog, you can hey. you can find that's the thing. You can find stuff like there. Like you can't. I tried to go get a hot dog. I thought there'd be some hot dog stands there for lunch the other day, and I went out, and there was there was one food cart down the street that was serving like lobster Dylan. for forty nine dollars. Hey, yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> I don't know what part of town you're staying in. Well, hikes or where are you staying? East, East Los. I'm, no, um, this is out here. I'm, I'm staying in East LA. I haven't gone out to any places in East LA. Oh, you should. Polo's no, like, actually, East LA is like a food mecca. That's what that's what Polo was telling me. I and it's not. I haven't been there for dinner look, yet. It's yeah. it's not. You know, it's not like dangerous. When I told people I was staying in East LA, everybody was like, "Oh, you trying to get stabbed?" And I'm like, "I, I don't they, know they, the areas." No, but I've the, been out there. You know what? They could still, not look like a nicer. Wait, they, area. they are still thinking about the Night Stalker and the movie, the, the great movie by Cheech and Chong or Cheech. Uh, 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 born in East LA. No, it's different now. Yeah, it's kind of. But going back to to dinner in in San Luis after this after the game, you should have gone to White Castle. It's like two blocks away.
Was there a White Castle there? Yes. I just remember there was like a circus tent like thing that they've always had like next to the ballpark that was kind of like a bar. It was like in a tent. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, by Patio's. Patio. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the, the place that I liked, uh, Rue 13, it was, I'm not exactly sure where it was, but they had, it was a bar and then they had this little table in the back where this dude would make sushi. And it was actually, you know, I mean, I don't know what, you know, like, I was probably eating, like, catfish so sushi or something. Dylan, you're, like, half I'm half Japanese, Japanese, half Japanese okay. right? So, uh, but it was it was actually, like, edible sushi. Like, that was, you know, and actually, I saw, like, the funniest thing ever there. So, uh, Jeff Passan, my good friend, he's now the uh, baseball writer yes. at ESPN. Yeah. Oh, friends, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, we're... Like, you and I, or is it even bigger? <laughs> you like that, yeah. Like, we're, you know, we we'll occasionally text and talk Remember and Remember when stuff. you took me to Texas, uh, Fogo de Chao in Arizona? Fogo de Chao, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Dylan. So... Anyway, uh, I'm meeting Jeff and another writer for drinks, and they're already there, right? And so when I get there, there's this girl. She's, a, you know, kind of built. Like me, like big. Yeah, and she's pouring, like, ice down, like, her chest. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. It turns out she was a roller derby oh, okay. girl. Yeah. And uh, probably we're talking, Granite whatever. C- probably from, like, Granite City, somewhere around yeah, there. So we're, yeah, we're, just, we're, so, just for our, our, the local listeners that are that are. So we're, right we're talking... And she's telling me this story about how once they competed on a concrete track and she, one of her teammates, like basically all the, you know, she, she scraped off all the skin on the back of her leg. And so she tied electrical tape around it, taped up her leg with electrical tape and finished the match. And I tell Passon, dude, you got to hear this story. She repeats the story. Jeff tells her, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Soon she's insulting him, questioning his manhood. You probably only play golf. And, you know, they start going back and forth. He makes a remark about how she was drinking by herself, like on a Friday night. Next thing you know, drink in the face. She throws a left hook, catches him. Next thing you know, they're full sprint running around the bar. The ladies chasing the ladies chasing passing. At some point, the the right the bouncers come in, they're dragging her out. She's like, bleep this, bleep that. I'm gonna kill you, you MF, blah blah. You know, my brother's a Latin king, I'm gonna kill you, blah 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 blah. I didn't know he had those in St. Louis. So she's now outside pacing, right? She's outside the bar just pacing, like back and forth, back and forth. And I tell, you know, the bartender's there, and I'm like, okay, like, look, okay, she seemed to hate me the least, so, like, is there a back exit? <laughs> and so I'm like, look, well, this is what we'll do. I will go to the front, and I'm going to go talk to her and calm her down, and while I'm distracting her, you guys sneak out. So if that works out, fine. Jeff made the mistake, though, of texting me that night. How'd it go? Right? It went fine. But now I'm thinking, like, oh, I have creative license. I can make something up here, right? So I tell him, <laughs> There was this other like random guy, baseball fan, who like recognized us and was drinking with us. And I remember that other guy. Well, he told her who you were, and so she said that she's gonna be waiting for you outside of the stadium tomorrow. So Jeff and I are going to the game together, and he's looking over both shoulders like he's scared. You know, seventh inning of the game. I mean, he's still like tense, and he comes over to me. He's like, "Hey, man, do you think she's gonna be waiting for me after the game?" And at that point, I just had, I didn't have the heart to keep it going. I was just like, nah, man, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> so that's my St. Louis story. That's my most memorable night in St. Louis. It involved a baseball writer getting assaulted and then chased by one of your roller derby. One of our, don't say one of had, our roller derby. 
And no, and the thing is, like, she in this, in this, in this week, by the way, like it was St. No. Louis City SC coming yeah, and, the, she, and the roller she, derby. Yeah, she had. Well, and here's the thing: I actually, she had like a nickname. I, and the only reason I'm not saying it is just because, like, I don't want to. You know what I mean? Like, kind of like publicly put her on blast. I kind of want to hear what this nickname is. St. Louis, a dump of a. By the way, we're Dylan Hernandez, the guy who calls St. Louis a dump. Um, <laughs> I need to know this nickname because I, I will yeah. find okay. out who this. Yeah. Oh, you can. No, no, she has like a Facebook page yeah. and everything. Her name was Kim and Tonic. Kim and N Tonic. Tonic, and that's her. That's who she. That was her. Facebook. That was her uh, moniker. Okay. Wow. wow. Well, Dylan. I mean, this is <laughs> so, fun. Like I told, I told you, Joe. This guy. So man, like this is weird. This is weird. No, this, this is this is what happens, man. Out of tatters, we right. We go to St. Louis. The next thing we know, we're getting chased by crazy roller derby people. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's your city, man. <laughs> take some responsibility. Look, like I'll t- look, I'll, I'll take look, I'll take responsibility for all the crap out here. This place is no peach either. <laughs> look, here's the truth you live in the United States, you probably live in a dump. Okay, yeah. go to Sydney, go to Tokyo, go to Toronto. Like, they, those are like real cities. Okay, this place, I mean, this whole we, I mean, and it's really sad, I think, because we have when you think about like the you know, oh, the, the, the natural wait, beauty wait, wait, in this country and the diversity of it, and that we've Turned it into a giant mall, basically. Wait, where wait. yes, Dude, go ahead. His last name is Hernandez. He's not Mexican. Just so you know, he's not Mexican. Sure. He doesn't represent me. No, I'm Salvadorian. My children are Mex- half Mexican, yeah, though. Mexican. By the way, they, I'm glad they look like your 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 wife because you're, you're horrible, you're ugly mofos. So after all this, are you going to plan a trip to say? I, I saw Derek Gould reach out. Yes. Dude, you know, honestly, that's what I, I and I actually I called Polo about this because yeah. I felt bad because Derek Gould is like a legit nice guy. The nice, yep. right? And like, it made me feel bad that like he felt bad. You know what I'm saying? Like I, so that bothered me. And like, it, I spent like a whole day crafting a response saying, I think I said, uh, you know, you know, you're 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 a true gentleman. And I would hang out with you anywhere, even St. Louis. <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> I mean, I, so I think one of the reasons, and one of the reasons that it hits so many people so hard, is, and I, I have, I have seen this, and I have, I've seen this happen this week. I don't think the rest of the country realizes what St. Louis went through losing the Rams, and the way that it went. I mean, for ten years they went out of their way to try to be a terrible football team and succeeded in right. being a terrible football team. And then on their way out, trashed the city of St. Louis and every, you know, the lying and deceitfulness that went into all of that. And this week I have had people at, Oh, the Rams are, Oh, you're from St. Louis. You must be thrilled. The Rams made the Super Bowl. Like, no, like, and then I'll bring up the 790 million that, right. that which as an LA writer, you're aware of what happened. Right. I mean, an owner of the team had to dish out three quarters of a billion dollars. That's going to affect somewhere. Right. Uh, it has to affect somewhere along his team. You talk to other people around the country, they have no clue that that happens. They, they have, they, the NFL did such a great job of sweeping that under the rug. Yeah, I get nobody, nobody realizes that that's a way of admitting guilt that they, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah they. They were wrong, and they did that. So instead of having a trial, a big trial right now in St. Louis during Super Bowl week, nobody nobody cares. Well, again, you know, and I think anybody, again, that follows soccer at all, right, just like you look at, like, Arsenal. They were the Invincibles, right? They went undefeated in, like, the Premier League, which, yeah. unlike any other soccer league, has revenue sharing. It's the type of league where 
like the NFL, right? Worst team on any given weekend could beat the first place team, and it happens. They went undefeated there. He buys them. You know, now they're barely scraping into the Europa League, which is like the NIT of, you know, European soccer competition. So that said, see, here's the thing about L.A., though, and I think maybe this is where, you know, because I think people were kind of, like you said, I think people were upset that we weren't upset on behalf of St. Louis, right? And honestly, okay, yeah, maybe this is callous on our part, but we kind of don't care, right? Um, it's kind of like, yeah, like, of course, like, you'd rather be in L.A., you know? Um, but there's this, like, also... You know, the default, you know, I, I remember when the Rams first moved here. I was talking to somebody in the organization. They won four games that first year, right? That was Jeff Fisher's last year. And somebody was telling me, you know, I was really worried about what you guys were going to write about us. And then I found out that the truth was even worse. And he tells me, you stop showing up completely, <laughs> right? And it's true. Like, we don't, we have so many options here. Yeah. It's that, you know, it's on Cronky. Here's the thing, right? The 790, whatever, right? If it affects the team, whatever, fine. We have another one, right? And you know what? That one doesn't work out. It doesn't matter because a lot of people here still cheer for the Raiders or the Cowboys exactly. or the 49ers. We have two MLS teams, right? Um, you know, on TV, it's actually easier to watch Mexican soccer in Los Angeles than it is in Mexico. Like, almost every single game is literally on the air somewhere in Los Angeles. So, like... We have just so many entertainment options that it's just kind of, if it works, fine. If it doesn't, whatever, you know, if you want to, and here's the thing is like the standard to actually represent the city is very high, right? I mean, right now it's Dodgers and it's Lakers. And when you think about like what the Lakers had to do to get there, right? I mean, they won three consecutive championships. I mean, where it became automatic, right? Kobe, Shaq, it's going to be a championship. Um, you know, the Dodgers, committing as much money as they did, being kind of this perennial contender now, right? Spending money like at an unprecedented level that, right, Major League Baseball seen. That's kind of like what's required now. Like, I don't really think, you know, this, look, um, Los Angeles is about big events. And so, sure, are we, right? Just like we get excited over the ESPYs or the Oscars or, you know, the Grammys or whatever. Well, they, they the ESPYs, they make a big deal out of it here, right? It's, a, it's like, a, it's an event, right? Um you know, um, this is an event. Now, I don't think, I think the fact that it's a Super Bowl is bigger than the fact that the Rams are in it. The yeah. Rams are still in this process of trying to win the city over. And so, you know, with Kroenke, sure, like, obviously, like, we know his history, but it's like, well, you want to matter here, make yourself matter. You know, you're, whatever. And if you don't, whatever, we'll just not pay attention to you, and we don't really care. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of the way it is, you know. I, I, you know, and it, like you said, you know, I've been to Cardinal games. My, my brother actually went to medical school in St. Louis. And I remember for like their, his, you know, medical school classes, graduation thing, they gave all the students uh, Cardinal tickets. Nice. So he was able to get an extra ticket. We took the train down to the stadium, got absolutely hammered. We're watching the game there. And, no, and it's, look, and it's cool watching a game when, you know, people are ooing and eyeing over every, you know, ball and strike, right? Yeah. There is something cool to that. I kind of do think you guys take it a little too far with the best fans in baseball thing. It feels a little sectimonious to me. Heaven. It's baseball hell. You know? baseball yeah, it, it feels a little sectimonious to me, honestly. But like, I don't know what you're talking about. But I, I have no, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. That just, I mean, no, it hits but the nail right on the head. But that's cool, you know, too. Yeah. You know, it's different, right? Like, whatever. But like, this is what I don't get about this, right? Like, if you, if somebody were to call like LA a dump, I would be like, yeah, 
You know, I mean, the truth, like, if, if everything were equal in, in terms of like in the United States, I'd probably live in San Diego. It's a lot nicer down there. The weather is better. Uh, it's just cleaner. It's everything's just better down there. Um, you know, but right now my parents live like less than a mile from me. They're helping me raise my children. Um, my brother's within, you know, my brother's within driving distance. Right. And honestly, if you took us all and moved us to St. Louis, I'd probably be just as happy. You know, I lived in the Bay Area before this. The Bay Area, again, is nicer than Los Angeles, okay? But I'm happier now than I was then because I'm around people that, like, are more important to me, right? So, like, I don't know. Like, why can't you just take that attitude of, like, who cares? Like, yes, our city's a dumb... You know, like, I'll say this. Like, you know, from the outside, St. Louis is, like, that postcard that you kind of don't want to go into. Like, it's pretty from the, you know, like, the arch and stuff. The arch sucks. You see the arch at night without the lights? Yeah, I've it's been nice. in the arch. <laughs> the arch sucks, man. <laughs> Like, Polo, you see, hey, look at that. It helps our it, and, and after and after and after after like yeah, and that's the thing. Uh, you know what? I, I actually I remember the one place I, I remember the one place where I could go eat by the way late at night. It was that casino where that dude got killed in the parking lot. You have to be more specific. You know, <laughs> 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 but, I, re, I, re, I remember it's like I'm like looking up stuff on Yelp. The only thing that was open was that casino. The one next to the stadium? Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's next. I don't think it's like right next to it. It was like we had to jump. Lumiere? Yeah, yeah, that one, that one, right that one, that one, that okay, one. Okay, Lumiere, okay. Yeah, and like the week before, now this was like, again, I don't know how many years ago, but like the week before somebody had been killed in the parking lot there. So we're making this decision. Are we going to go? Should we go? Should we go? You know? It happens. <laughs> right, right now, you shouldn't go. Back then, you'll be fine. But now, people are looking for you, Dylan. <laughs> People are looking. What are they gonna do? Pro Pavel on my cheese? Pro on my pizza? Pavel on your beard and then go like that. But hey, but toasted ravioli sucks, by the way. Whoa, 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 whoa! Let's. You went too far now. You see, you can call it dump of a city. Dude, that's not. We're out of time. We're out of time. T Rams are. What the hell did you bring over here, Polo? Hey, my good friend, Dylan Hernandez. I told you. This guy, you know, he wrote what he did. He wrote and, what he did. He, the he, truth. <laughs> they call me Dylan the Truth Hernandez. Wow. <laughs> See, now, now we're going into wrestling uh, <laughs> uh, uh, part of, of Dylan. Now, all right, Dylan, all right. I'm looking. I'm looking to see when the Dodgers come to St. Louis this. Uh, well, I'm this not year. going for a regular season game. I'm a Man. columnist. I don't go <laughs> this is the playoffs. Just come tell on, him, tell them that July 12th, 13th, and 14th. Yeah, our, Look at that. our scrub beat writer Jack Harris will be there. I'm not going to that. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm too big to go to St. Louis for a regular season game. Are you kidding me? <laughs> My we'll my pictures you. in the paper. We'll, we'll right, see you. We'll Joe, see I'm you in not. October. We'll see you. We'll see you there in October. You guys will be there. No oh. one. No one's gonna be there. There's gonna be no baseball this year. Have you? Have, have you that. actually read anything oh. that anybody's actually saying? Ah, no. It'll it'll be back at some. Point. Oh please. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, our our best case is like August. That's fine. We'll Two month October. season. We'll still have October. August? Right. Maybe the playoffs and we will not, right? In that we'll case, the Dodgers probably Louis. won't even go to St. Louis. We'll love St. Louis in November. That's. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yeah, I had. God, who was that? Oscar. <laughs> Remember after the Dodgers got knocked out? I think it was in, what, 13, 14? Were those two years? Yeah. Uh, fourteen. It was. When did Tavares die? Tavares. Was... I was in a bar with him, and then like, 
you know, however many weeks later, yeah. like he was gone. Yeah, that was. That was yeah. I think that was. I want to say thirteen, way fourteen, to, fourteen. Way yeah. to keep us depressed, this guy. You know, he, he was like, ha ha ha. Yeah, we're, we're oh, I don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry that I did on that. that. I put myself in a bad. Dodgers in the postseason. Not happening. Kershaw against a lefty from Dylan Carlson, and then boom, and there goes Kershaw again. At Dylan O. Hernandez is where you can uh, where you can tweet your hated him on uh, on Twitter, uh, as many of you have yeah, he had done, enough. Uh, after his article. Then we have uh, run out of time. We got to get going here on uh, <laughs> on Claims Online. St. Louis Acura was the number one Acura dealer in Missouri in 2021, and we were the 17th in the nation for Acura sales volume. We sell over 100 pre-owned vehicles monthly, and we service all of the makes and models that we sell. We are waiting for verification of our 30th Acura Precision Team Award, the only dealer in the nation with so many awards for customer satisfaction and dealership performance. We have 300 pre-owned vehicles in stock right now. St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you.